0: is a marriage. has never been better than this. And we got three kids. That's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader. I'm gonna lead the way, I'm Someone from the
1: up everybody welcome back championship leadership podcast and we got mark bayless here with uh ceo and founder of valor clinic foundation and uh doing a lot of incredible things for veterans and uh he himself retired green beret so had the opportunity to meet mark um on the set of a tv show with one of the original uh shark tank members sharks from shark tank kevin harrington uh just maybe I don't know, almost a month ago now, I guess it's yeah. It times flies, time. but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> glad to have you here.
2: Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I mean, was we, glad
2: there was another vet on the staff there. I was uh, like, man, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, I'm we hit it off pretty quick. By myself.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that was, we obviously had that in common and hit it off pretty well. So I'm excited to have you here today. What's, uh, I do like to start with this question, kind of an easy question for people, but, um, championship leadership's the name of the podcast, so. What, I'm curious what comes to mind for you or what does championship leadership mean when you hear that
2: uh you know it, it means a lot of different things i'm not uh i, I wish i was mark Nuch, that guy that guy led an amazing thing he took the whole northern afghanistan with a handful of guys yeah, yeah that's, a, that's championship leadership right yeah there. No, and then no uh, the, the horse soldier guys there but uh but, uh, but out, out, here for me, it's trying to, it's trying to build a team of volunteers motivated for a cause. And, uh, I kind of been using like a UW approach, uh, it's rebuying with is what, what they say. in uh, when you're, when you're doing unconventional warfare in the, in the special forces version of unconventional warfare with guerrillas and things. And I've been kind of trying to, uh, rally people around the cause to help the struggling veterans. And, uh, and and so far so good. You know, we we started in 2012. We helped about 35. vets that year with a handful of volunteers. And uh, by 2019, before COVID hit, we helped about 1,800 that year. And wow. and we're in a series of cities, and uh, and and uh, had some tremendous people rallying for a cause and idea bigger than themselves. Uh, and and the general theme is that people don't want people to come home from the war and, and live under a bridge or or want to hurt themselves. Mm-hmm. That's not what people want. And, uh, right. and people are willing to do, do what they can do to try to prevent that. And it's, uh, it's, uh, it's something to watch. So my role is more It started out as a doer communicator and now I'm more, a, a communicator. Hey, here's the targets. Can you, can you see a place you'd like to help? And, uh, it's, uh, it's fun to watch. They do a lot of great things.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, how did that, how did this all come about for you? Obviously it's something that you are, uh, you know, hits, hits close to home for you and, and that you're yeah. extremely, um, you know, all in on, right. And that's yeah, it. man, I'm all the <laughs> choice
2: be all in at this point. Yeah. I, I got, I got, a, I broke my back and bagged out on a raid at say Chief of staff's house and, uh, tore my hand pretty good and, and, uh, ended up getting out on a medical and uh, uh, you would think that a uh, that a, a retired soldier major gets out with a little income and what have you, and uh, and somehow all my retirement paperwork got lost, and uh, the VA hadn't finished deciding I was service connected yet, and uh, so the VA is billing me for my health care. I have no income, and uh, when I once I used up all my savings, it was a little lumpy. Mm. So uh, I kind of got. I, kind of by necessity had to learn how to navigate the system and what I learned navigating the system I started helping other vets and uh it was over the course of a couple years word of mouth got out and people started showing up at my door with homeless vets and all kinds of things and I just couldn't turn my back on them I I mean uh, you know as a as an NCO your job's mission and the troops I didn't have a mission anymore so I, I could turn my back on the troops and uh and it's uh, taken on a life of its own. We have we have four programs now. We the uh, uh, we have we have two hundred and five acres basically here in Pennsylvania, but with a hotel and a series of houses we use as retreat lodges and uh, a, a fleet of vehicles that go out and take basic needs into this into the streets of, of local cities to help the homeless vets where they where they live and and uh, it's uh, become. It's taking on a life of its own, and yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't turn my back on it now if I wanted to.
1: Yeah. Did you I ever get it? it oh, so, so Yeah,
2: yeah. Here we go. yeah.
1: Did you ever get that all straightened out for yourself eventually?
2: <laughs> yes, I did. I got it all straightened out for hey, myself. what a mess! Uh, and uh, and if I hadn't gotten it straightened out for myself, I I, I darn sure wouldn't be in a position to do this because I don't get paid to yeah. do this. And yeah. the people I, uh, uh for the most part, the people I collaborate with. Uh, the executives, all the people on the board, don't get paid. It's a fleet of of, of volunteers. The house manager at the homeless shelter gets paid, and uh, a, a very a pittance. She gets paid three thousand dollars a month to live in a homeless shelter and work basically, basically ten or twelve hours a day every day of the week. So uh, mm-hmm. the uh, we're doing, you know, we're doing the right yeah. thing when nobody's watching. Uh, GuideStar gives us plat- has been giving us platinum seals for years, which is a uh, puts us in their in their top half of one percent of charities in the country okay. it's pretty hard to get a platinum seal up gold is awesome we think we were getting those for a little while too but those are top 10 percent of charities in the country and top half a percent i i you know i think i think the people are doing the right thing when nobody's yeah. watching and uh yeah and that's where we that's where we want to stay so incredible yeah
1: yeah what's um What's, what's the big vision for you guys
2: and, and what you're looking well, to it's, accomplish? It's uh, to grow, to, to uh, have a specialty, specialty health clinics and, uh, and then uh, populate them across the country. The plan is to, to run the flagpole up, uh, hey, this is what about a valid clinic is, which is a, a specialty health clinic with primary care providers, an orthopedic clinic, a woman health clinic, a behavioral health clinic uh, that includes TBI and, uh, and uh, PTSD aspects and a homeless shelter, the, uh, uh, the orthopedic clinic would have a, would have a robust uh, physical therapy program. And then uh, some satellite facilities, a homeless shelter, a PTSD retreat facility, a transitional housing facility, and uh, ideally we'll get to the point where we have vocational training. And uh, we have a strong partnership to do that now Uh, but we we're still looking for ground to do it on uh, the vocational training piece and uh which is which is part of how i come to the tv show to meet you is hoping to raise the cash to buy a bigger piece of land to put in some uh, digital communications equipment installation instruction capacity uh to help help people put in learn to put in uh, cell phone towers and things like that and uh, 5g equipment and uh so uh in a perfect world the, the big demons are relationship collapse, long-term physical health problems, substance abuse, and and chronic financial problems. So if we can, and those are the catalysts to suicide, and uh, and the same ones coincidentally seem to be the driving force to make veterans homeless. If 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 we can do the uh, relationship piece at the retreats, if we can do the long-term physical health problems, getting them up fishing and hunting and and being active again, yeah. and... Uh, if we can, we don't have the capacity currently, uh, start work on the addiction problem. Uh, we've been doing VA claims, disability claim, kind of filing to help with the financial problems. But if we can get full scope on all four, uh, we believe that we can, uh, integrating them together, we believe we can we can bring the suicide rate down uh, for our, the, the vets we can reach. Uh, noticeably below the percentages in society. And, uh, and the reason I say that is because our retreats alone, the graduates of our retreat, we have a, we have a couple, almost 300 through the retreats at this point, we've been doing it that part 10 years. And our suicide rate is still zero after 10 years. Wow. And uh, the our homeless residivism rate is only, only five after, after uh, cl- we're closing on, on uh, October 12th, it'll be nine years that we had our homeless shelter open. And uh, you can't you can't stop the veteran homeless problem. You can't fix it if you can't stop yeah. the revolving door. And uh, so once you get them housed, they got to be able to stay housed. And that's that's where the that's where success will come. And, and yeah, uh, we've done a good job of helping at, at those two topics. And uh, anyway, so that's that's the the goal is to fix the homeless and the uh, and the suicide problems uh, with a collective impact approach of managing health. Helping rebuild relationships, getting them up and moving again, and uh, finding ways to offset the financial problems and uh, and uh, that was probably a longer answer than you wanted.
1: <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, that's incredible. Those the success rates that you're having, and the I mean, just the difference and the impact that you're making. How I mean, because like you said, you didn't you didn't really necessarily start off looking to do this type of work, and it kind of you know people like you said started showing up on your door. How did those, how did, how did you develop those systems or processes to really help?
2: Well, the, the, people claims to get those piece, results? the claims piece was where it all started. Cause I had to learn the process for myself. And, uh, I was volunteering in a homeless, in a, in a food pantry. And, uh, a lot of the men, uh, in the line were veterans. A lot of the women, the man they had at home was a veteran. Some of the women in the line were veterans. And I started, uh, I started helping them with claims paperwork, uh, because invariably i was finding they had illness and injury problems that were the reason they were in my food pantry line yeah and then uh the demographic right the next thing yeah. you know the uh the the other volunteers are, are the ones showing up at my door with with yeah. uh, hey you got to help bob right look at night. what do you what do you want <laughs> to do for bob well bob lives yeah. under the bridge you got to help him why do you want me to help him what am i going to do lisa yeah. that, that's why you're going to help him <laughs> oh, oh okay and yeah. uh I mean, how do you, uh, I, I didn't even know what to say the first time. And, uh, I, i would never helped a homeless person. I didn't know what to do with them. Yeah. And, right. Um, and I said, well, well, come back and see me in the morning. I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I don't know what I can do, but I'll try something. Let's, yeah. let's see what can figure out. And, uh, that turned into me doing referrals to agency that did housing or finding them, uh, taking them and, and uh, to homeless shelters and, and working to get them in and, uh, and I learned some lessons there that I thought we could do better at that as a, as a group and uh, as a people, as a town and, uh, the, uh, and I, I, started explaining to some of the local politicians what was going on. They didn't believe me. So I took them on tours of homeless camps and, mm-hmm. uh, they became our biggest advocates. They got us the money to buy a homeless shelter and which got us a lot of press. And then people started, uh, we got more volunteers and we were able to grow and help more people. And, and it started, uh cascading effect if you will yeah and uh and so I I get to be the messenger is my uh yeah there's a lot of what I there's a lot of what I get to do
1: yeah absolutely well who um I always like to ask who who have been some of the people in your life that that have impacted you you know maybe even very similar to to how you're working and helping people with what you do every day and and what are some of the characteristics Uh, from those leaders that really Uh, Dan
2: Hendricks and uh first on Leon Guerrero my squad my squad leader Dan Dan Hendricks and uh and LG no if I'm gonna expect it from you I'm gonna do it myself (laughs) LG uh and the first one used to low crawl to the front of our formation if he was late a minute (laughs) yeah I love it. And I bet I'm going to hold you to that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, that has stuck with me. That has stuck with me for a long time. I still go right into the homeless camps with people. Yeah. And, uh, uh Dan Hendricks. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't chase women. I get high on PT, and you're going to get high with me every morning. You better, <laughs> <keep> up. <laughs> Dan Hendricks. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and he was a he was a hard go get him northern california lumberjack that yeah. uh, that just had a way about them and and the two of them those two in particular over time uh uh taught me a lot of things i probably should have learned when i was 10 10 or 12 sure. and, uh, yeah. that, that nobody ever taught me just about being a man and and establishing uh establishing yourself and and behaving in ways that that people respected and and uh because i was a little i was a little footloose and wild when i was a kid and and uh you uh, riding skateboards and running around at night and drinking and, and uh, it was good for me. It was yeah. good for me. And, yeah. uh, and so I'm, uh, I'm, I'm grateful for the role models I had. And there, there were others. Uh, yeah. Daddy Klein, Platoon Sergeant Klein, the, uh, the Mug Tribble, Ranger Birch. The, uh, there was, there was a handful of guys that, uh, that most of that list is in the Ranger Hall of Fame. Sure. <laughs> all of them all yeah. One is in the Ranger Hall of Fame. I don't, uh anyway they were they uh they taught me a lot and uh and my first uh my first company sort major in special forces more Morrissey, he's a major Hall of fame guy too from his mac v days got him in there and uh yeah sante raider but uh a lot, of, a lot of good role models and I, yeah. was, I was fortunate to have them
1: man yeah i mean it's so important to have those 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 people in your life for sure to help you to get where you are today what uh what w- how did you decide to join the military? Was that something that you always grew up wanting to do? Or what was there a story you there?
2: Know, you know, funny all, to, all through, uh, from like middle school on, I always said I was going to be a Marine. And, okay. Uh, oh yeah. 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 I'm going to be a Marine. I'm going to be a Marine. <laughs> and I, uh, and I, I, uh, I, go to college and, uh, for whatever reason, I kind of put that on the back burner and then they take our hostages and I ran and, uh, I think, Oh, it's time for me. I'm dropping out of college. I'm going down. I'm going to join to be a Marine. And I went down to the Marine Corps recruiter and, and, uh, and, uh, you could, uh, you could describe him as a body part where you put toilet paper. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so I, I went, I, I went and started talking to the other services. Didn't, didn't really have a, a preference. And my father was getting all wound up. You better go talk to the air force. I don't want you in the Marine Corps. I don't. And, uh, and I went into the army recruiter and went, uh, I want to go to the war. If we're going to go fight the Iranians, I want to go to the war. I, and I want to, what's the fastest way? And he goes, oh, that's special forces or rangers. And uh, so I go down to the recruiting station thinking I'm signing up to be special forces or a ranger. And those aren't options. They say they don't have any availability. And, and the guys, I say, well, then what's the fastest way to the war? And he gives me two choices, to be a tanker in the 82nd or an uh, infantryman in the 82nd. And I took uh, infantrymen in 82nd. I couldn't see jumping out of a plane with a tank. Seems yeah. kind of odd to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. And, uh, and he said, "Yep." And then once you're airborne, the army lets you do whatever you want. So you can go do those other things as soon as. And uh, I was in the 80. I got in the 82nd Fourth of July weekend, graduating from oh, wow. school in 1981, and was clearing out processing in September. I wasn't there. Okay. I wasn't there any time at all. And uh, yeah. I volunteered, they came around recruiting for people to go to the, the Ranger Battalion. This is before the regiment. Uh, there was two independent battalions and the second battalion was there recruiting. And I did my PT test and my interviews and and uh, they said, okay, sign here. I signed and off I went. I started ripping October in 1981 and uh, or late. I got there late September. Uh, so I might've, might've started in the last few days of September. I remember, uh, the C-130 crashed while I was there in rip. Mm, wow. And, uh, the battalion commander was killed and, and some other people. Mm. But, uh, I, one of my first days in battalion, I was holding a flag for the memorial service. Uh, I remember. So, uh, Oh, wow. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So uh, I did, did a couple of years there and then, uh, went to uh special forces. I was in, uh, I was in the Q course. I just started the Q course when they jumped into Grenada. I was pretty disappointed. Mm. And uh, my platoon medic was killed. Mm. Uh, My old roommate, uh, Phil Grenier was killed. And uh, uh, Sergeant Slater used to make me do pushups when I was a private was killed. I didn't, uh, I didn't know him well other than to say, yes, Sergeant, no, Sergeant. Yeah. And uh, he was from first platoon. The other two were from my platoon. And, uh, the, uh, but yeah. And then, uh, Twenty three years, nine months later, in, in special forces, I retired. Yeah, so, uh, wow! Uh, what a, heck of
1: a career! Uh, yeah. So, what's uh, um Valor Clinic Foundation? Right? What, um, yeah. what, what prompted the the name for that?
2: Uh, I did a study for somebody on bringing health clinics to Pennsylvania, and uh, they were going to. They were going to bring a a small VA clinic down the road. They asked me to do. They found out I used to be an 18 Fox and asked me to do the study for what the clip they should propose to the VA for the clinic to include. Okay. And uh, I did the study. I went, hey, this is what it should be. And uh, you probably need a re- uh, retreat facility, and uh, you need a ho- you've got a housing problem for veterans. You're going to need some of that. And Valor is Veterans Assisted Living Outreach. <laughs> you're going to need to go out and find the place. It's an acronym. Yeah. And And, uh, so that's where it came from. And then I turned it over to some other people and uh, the guy kind of took the train off the rails and and gave up on it. The VA made a a clinic that was, it was just a primary care clinic. You get your prescription refilled and and see your primary care doctor. And so I was kind of wasting my time. And then uh, at least I felt like I wasted my time. And then this thing, and I do that in 2008 into 2009. Brief all their architects, their engineers, everybody, hey, here's your options, how to do it, blah, 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 blah. And then go about my business back to the food pantry. I'm doing claims. I'm doing this thing. And the other thing, when I learned they they gave up on it, I went back to them, are you kidding me? Yeah. And, uh, and uh, I told them to stay out of my way. Yeah. I'm taking it over. Get out of my way. I'll handle it from here. Gotcha. And yeah. uh, started reaching out, and putting together a board of directors, and uh, and here we are. We I was doing the math the other day. We we just we just cleared the threshold on giving away a million meals <laughs> over the oh, time. Really? That's a lot of food. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of food, and uh, yeah. the uh, over the course of, obviously over the course of years. But it's not like we yeah. did it one day. But it's it's yeah, uh, it's uh, that's incredible. It's it's uh, a best thing.
1: What are some ways that people can um, you know help out if? if they're looking to, you know, help out and help. Uh, You know,
2: there's, there's never, never the escaping of volunteers. We live and die on volunteers and uh, we have a team growing and strong outside of Newark, Ohio. If anybody were so inclined, we could put them in touch with them. They could message us through our, our uh, Valor Facebook page, uh, keyword Valor clinic. And uh, on Facebook uh, the uh, we need, we need a, a bunch of volunteers here in Pennsylvania uh, we have some things starting in Sussex County, New Jersey, and we've been doing food delivery at the holidays and that's in New Jersey for some time. We're going to be looking for a lot of, a lot of help in, uh, Sussex, Sussex County, New Jersey. And, uh, and, uh, we have a, uh, a psychologist currently learning our retreat program that wants to uh, open it in Idaho, uh, not, oh, wow. not far off the Utah border. Uh, we'll be looking for some people out there pretty soon too. Okay. And, uh, the, uh, and, 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 uh, we have, a, we have a, a proposed, uh, partnership with an organization to train, I mentioned earlier, uh, digital equipment installation to veterans that are having trouble finding work. And, uh, we're going to need to get a, 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 a decent sized piece of land for that. And, uh, money is always, is, is always the catalyst to, to progress when it, when it yeah. comes to, uh to organizational growth. And so anything, anybody wanted to donate, we'd be grateful. Uh, but, uh, those are the main ways. Unless yeah, you want to give us a van or something. Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. What's, uh,
1: what's, what's the big thing that you're working on right now? Uh, you know, even, yeah, f- through, through the end of this year, that's yeah, a, kind we're of, a to, focus.
2: we're trying to build up PTSD lodges and dorms. Uh, and, uh, we're a little hung up with the uh, Devi- department of environmental protection. Uh, so we're, uh, we're scoping out trying to buy the boy scout camp across the street from our homeless shelter because it's already got the buildings and everything on it. And uh, crossing our fingers, it, it works out. There's uh, some stiff competition for it. And yeah. uh, we're trying to make a partnership with a, with one of the companies that's that wants to buy it to do uh, to give back to the community. And uh, we're hoping maybe we can be their community. Okay. Choice. Yeah.
1: yeah that'd be amazing. What, uh, you know, I, as, as we wrap this up, I usually ask like uh, maybe for some general um, pieces of advice to people listening to help move their life forward, but maybe, maybe a little bit more specifically for the listener that might be, you know, have somebody close to home or somebody that really know that's that, that fits the the person that you guys are typically helping. That's, that's struggling. That's a veteran that might be homeless or addiction uh, well, what are some things I'll, they could do I'll try, to help I'll
2: try to to the people if you're the leadership piece uh people are always more important than process so try to work your process with your people in their comfort mechanisms the way they think and and guide outcomes with the people first instead of the process first you you mm. when you lose the people you lose the mojo and it's a whole lot harder to do is where I would have gone on that one. And, uh, but, uh, to, to the point we have it, we have a code for, uh, for our veterans, when we try to get into a reintegrate society and, uh, and one of the, the bullets for, for lifeguiding is remember people are more important in the process. Yeah, Yeah. But, uh, uh, but, uh, vets have a different version of normal than the rest of us. And sometimes in our subconscious it it's, it's rolling like the, uh, like the DOS behind the Windows kind of thing, and uh, the uh, and part of it is we make no mistakes, people die, and so uh, people in process, right? The mm-hmm. uh, is where we're going here because the vets often don't overlook little things. That uh, uh, one of the big ones I hear all the time is they have big blowups in the house over dishes, right? Okay. The, yeah. Uh, Nobody's, nobody's going to die at the dish because they get washed.
1: Yeah, right. Not. Yeah. <laughs> Our
2: default setting is we think asymmetric, all these things at once, keep them all, think the, think the up water for a young buck sergeant or a platoon leader uh, running patrols through through Baghdad, right? How many things are they juggling all the time and they come yeah. back? Well, hey, I could do all this. Yeah. Why can't you wash a dish, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. And it's, it's gender neutral. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. We would come back and do it do it to uh, male civilian, uh, right. male vets, do it to male civilian spouses, and the other way around, boyfriend, girlfriend, other, other yeah. equivalents. Uh, yeah. And uh, it is a trend. And uh, we collapse relationships faster than civilians traditionally do. Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of it is our cultural norms. We can't let go of that on the spot correction, we feel like we got to square everybody away that's not doing as good as <laughs> we think they should. You're laughing, you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and and we can't overlook little things to the point it, it puts a lot of arguing and frustration in our life. Mm. And uh, and 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 so to the vets, I would say, hey, who's the most important person in the world to you? Make sure they know it. Yeah. And overlook the little stuff nobody's yeah. going to die or get hurt if they don't watch the dish or the kids don't pick the toy yeah. up. The, uh, when you're asking yourself, I don't understand why I did so well in war and I come home and everybody's afraid of me. The woman I love more than anybody else we do is fight. My kids are scared of me and I don't get it. The, uh, it's, it's those two things. We ride them and ride them and ride them and don't know thinking we're making things better. And we don't give people a chance to learn or that they don't, uh, because we want results right now. Yeah. Right and, uh, and they don't understand that the culture is different enough where it, that's not so essential. Right, We're yeah. not going to have a mistake where the Claymore yeah. doesn't fire right and somebody gets killed. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to have a situation where we overlook something and we're going to take enemy fire or we're going to miss the roadside bomb. That's not what's going on at home. What's going on at home is it's the core of what your life is going to be as a civilian with the most important people living the life that you fought to protect.
1: Yeah, right. Don't
2: bring the war. war in your house, man. Yeah. Don't bring yeah. the war in your house. And uh, it's okay if people make mistakes and you don't have to square everybody away. And if yeah. we get past those two things, we we have them out of the book the four agreements to help as don't 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 take it personal, do your best, make no assumptions, yeah. the uh, and be impeccable with your word. If you do those things mm. as as guides out here yeah place we make mistakes people die and on the spot corrections uh you can take a lot of the strife out of your life and if you are a spouse or a significant other or child and you're dealing with that from your partner look back at them when they're getting that way and say hey look nobody's gonna die if we don't do that yeah let's do something we like and uh people the process i love it that's that's beautiful uh, yeah so but but that's what i would offer i hope it yeah it's uh
1: that's powerful i think yeah for everyone and especially for like you said veterans. so what's um so the best way again facebook uh valor clinic uh your website as well
2: yep our website is www.valorclinic.org and okay. uh, facebook the keyword is valor clinic and uh, uh instagram i think is uh I forget if it's full Valor clinic foundation or Valor clinic and okay. uh, uh, we don't, we don't do much on Twitter. We kind of, not that we didn't set one up. We just, everything seems to go through the Facebook page, yeah. goes yeah. Instagram and stuff. But yeah. uh, the, uh, I hope, hope I hope I was a good, team. good and uh, and then I didn't try to square you away or. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. Uh, incredible. Yeah. And, and yeah, please do. If, if you uh, feel called to help out or, um in any way volunteer or, or through donations um please do so uh, mark's an incredible man incredible mission and a very important one as well so i uh, appreciate you being here mark and and uh, look forward to continuing to stay connected and help out any way we can and if you're a listener here don't go anywhere we got another episode coming up with incredible guests just like mark so thanks for your time
2: thank you sir appreciate you having me
1: absolutely
0: is a marriage is never been better than this, and we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm going to be a leader. I'ma lead the way 'cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. Look at me! I said it, then I made it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast.